Blog Talk Radio.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to know if I can be heard this morning. Let me see here. Um, Irene, I'm going to open your mic right quick. Can you hear me this morning? Yes, I can. Okay, wonderful. All right. I'm going to mute your mic back. That's all I needed. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, we in business today. Had no sound yesterday, and I'm just rolling on it. Sister Doc come and said, uh, no sound. I said, oh, I got to do something different. So I had to play the whoop is at the door. And then I brought uh, Pastor Charles Stanley in. And uh, now me personally, I had a wonderful time. And the uh, whoop was in uh, concert. So at the end, and I played uh, quite a few songs uh, during their concert. And I thought it was just beautiful because I think those ladies there, they can really sing. Yeah. And so I like the style of singing, and I like the words that they put out in the songs. And the good gospel music is what we need today. Yeah, something that's going to encourage us, inspire us, motivate us in God. Nothing else but in him. I um, Let me do this first. Welcome to Jesus in the Morning. I'm your host, Evangelist Barbara Pittman. And I come to you live each weekday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And today is January the 10th. Look at this. January the 10th already, 2023. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, God. We thank you this morning. Hallelujah. So listen, I was looking at a clip uh, yesterday because, you know, all these things, uh, come through your timelines on Facebook and all these places. So I'm looking yesterday, and there was a a pastor, and he said the young man asked another pastor, uh, "If I come to church, you know, will I have to stop smoking marijuana?" And so he said the pastor told him, "No, you don't." You don't have to stop smoking it because when you come in and you accept Jesus, whatever you need to stop, he's going to allow you to know it. And if you want to stop, he'll give you the strength to stop it. Now, I thought that was just simply amazing. Yeah. Because the scripture said, come unto me. Come on. Come here. Come, come, come. All that are heavy, all that are burdened and heavy laden, I'll give you rest. There's a scripture that also says when we come to God as sinners, he will in the wise cast us out. But a believer, if we fall short and we sin, we can go to him about anything if we want it fixed. See, we got that we got to get some things fixed within us that's inside of us happening. Because it's happening in our mind. It's happening in our thoughts. So we're going to step out and do whatever these thoughts are. And we're going to talk about that later in the week. The world is in big trouble because of their feelings. A lot of people in trouble because of the way they feel. A lot of people in trouble because they never take God into true consideration. He's real this morning. I promise you I have no reason to wake up. And come here this early in the morning at 7 o'clock and lie to nobody. God is real. God is a spirit. 
He's not flesh and blood like us. He made the heavens and the earth. He made each of us for his pleasure. We just have to look at the whole, the conclusion of the whole matter. We, we just got to look at it and stop thinking we owe something. That's another thing keep us in trouble, the world in trouble. Uh, they believe they are owed something. I'm owed to feel like this. I should have this. I, I should be able to get that. I should be able to do this if this is what I want to do. But we always bought with a, a precious price, the blood of Jesus. We were all bought with the price. We were all made for his pleasure. And this morning I'm talking to the believers right now because the non-believers, they can't hear. The world can't hear. I can scream as loud as possible. Jesus says they won't hear. Many don't understand. Even believers, some believers, they just truly do not understand. And it had me to look back at them boys, them, them, them 12, what they call the disciples, the apostles. It caused me to look back. They had some problems to believe in. They had some problems understanding. They're up there talking about which one of us going to be the greatest when we get to the kingdom. That's natural-minded thinking. That's not spiritual thinking. See, because spiritually thinking have us thinking this way. I don't care what number I am as long as I get in. <laughs> as long as I hear him say, well done, not good and faithful servant, Honey, I could care less. I could be uh, at the very last end. I could be the very last one. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Their mother was involved because she wanted to know, too, if her son. Because, see, we we always in our feelings, and we always thinking. And parents love their children, so they always thinking, that the children should get something good. Somebody should give them an opportunity, give them something good. When I look back, God gave Jesus an opportunity. Gave him an opportunity to hang. Now, first off, to suffer. To be accused, to be lied on. To be not believed. To be fought against, come against. To see a murderer set free when an innocent God, an innocent son of the true and living God, they wanted him crucified. Them was them with some church folks, I'm just telling you. There's a difference in God's people and church folks. And we as the people of God, we got to wake up this year and give God more. We got to wake up this year and control our thoughts control our feelings. If you want to go back to what would Jesus do, go back to what would Jesus do. Spirit of God should be in you telling you how to do it, what to do, where to do it, and when to do it. Or uh, if it should be done. But we haven't rehearsed allowing the Spirit of God to lead and guide us. We, we get a thought in our mind and we run with it. Let me tell you, a lot of us go suffer because of that. Yeah. I tell you, it's pitiful. I've never seen so many people who couldn't be 
by themselves because they got God. So you're not alone. Well, you may be alone, but you're not lonely. Let me put it that way. And you have plenty to do. Well, I do. I'm alone. I'm not married. Children, adults, have their own families. But I'm not lonely and I'm busy. If I'm not looking at a movie, I have time to study the word. If I'm not going out to be a blessing to somebody, I have time to clean my house, to study the word. Uh, Sometimes I try different products on my hair. You always have something to do. It's just a matter of whether these are the things you want to do or you want to be with somebody that you shouldn't be with. Let me tell you. As soon as a married man leaves his wife many times and sometimes a married woman, you are still married. You're not divorced yet. They take right up with somebody else. Before this relationship can get cold and you can figure out what did I do wrong in the relationship, did I have any bad thing I did in the relationship, before we get there, we don't took up with somebody else. We don't give God no time. But I've learned to give God some time, and he blesses. Oh, yes, he does. Sometimes it appears I have nothing to do. All of a sudden, I'm flooded. I got more than enough to do. Yeah, that's God. Uh-huh. Because I'm alone. And there's no need in me to wonder about will I ever get married. Uh, no, no need in that. Jesus is my portion. A constant friend is he. His eyes is on the sparrow, and I know he's watching over me. All I got to do is say, Lord, this, that, and the other, whatever I want to tell him. I was telling him this morning, just simply this. And look, not only does he hear, but he answers. I'm t- and quick on spiritual things. I'm talking about quick. I said, Lord, bless the show. Lord, show me what to do. Holy Spirit, fall on me fresh. And he just moved all glory to his majesty. And he, hey, yeah, yeah, ha. Thank you, Lord. And he moves quick. Because I'm not sitting up talking about Foolishness. I, I, I'm not thinking on what pleases my flesh, but I'm thinking on what pleases him. And and, and we got to start rehearsing. We got to start letting these feelings go that we shouldn't have. And nobody should be thinking on another woman or another man and you still married. You, 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 you never went back to see what did I do wrong what can I fix in this relationship because I'm guilty? No, we're going to blame the other person. We're going to blame the other half before we face up to what we've done. God hear all that foolishness, but he's looking right at what you did. And he's looking at what you're doing. His eyes are in every place this morning. He's beholding the evil and the good. Let me tell you something. I begin to look at, at Jude. Look now. Jude is just one chapter, if I'm not mistaken. 
And in Jude, it's talking about all of these false prophets and preachers and folks and churches. Well, I went over to Amos and I started looking in Amos 1 and it, it was talking pretty well much about the same thing in a way that Jude was talking about. Today we got a lot of false doctrine, we got a lot of false preachers, a lot of, oh my goodness, false prophets. And what we got to do is seek God so that we as a very elite, we won't be tricked. But how can we do that when we in our feelings? Everything is about how I feel. Well, I feel like shit. No. Lord, what you say about it? Yeah. Is this what you would have me to do? Because if not, Lord, I want to work on sitting down until you move. But we can't wait. No patience because we're so afraid. God is not going to give us what we want. See, we don't want to wait on him no way because he's not going to give us what we want the way that we want it. Many times he's going to give you what you need and what you want, but he go, he's going to do it in his way, a way that it won't be a problem later on. It won't bear no burden to you. It won't make you cry. In other words, it won't add no sorrow to you. You won't wake up to my Lord, that man you gave it, God, he beat my brain. No, because guess what? You waited on him patiently. And he didn't even give you a husband. It's like nobody showed you no attention. It appears that nobody thinks you're attractive. And, and, and if they do think you're attractive, it's the ones that want to lay and play. They don't want to uh, uh, as the girl Beyonce, they don't want to put a ring on your finger. They don't want to marry you. They just want to lay and play and say all this stuff to you. Mean none of it. Mean none of it. So our feelings, we, we got to get it under control. We got to get us as the people of God under control so that God can control, so that God can rule and reign in our lives. And we're not doing our thing. It won't be our thing and we're doing what we want to do. But it would be God's will being done in my life. And I accept what you allow, Father. Strengthen me. That I allow your will to be done in my life. Strengthen me that I accept what you allow. Strengthen me that I continue to rehearse Controlling my thoughts, controlling my mind for you and the things that you desire, not me. Because look, there's no good thing in us, not that flesh. There's no good thing in the flesh. It just wants to be pleased. It wants to do what it want to do. It wants to have what it want to have. I've seen God stripping folks, stripping people, stripping people. Because when he gets through, you're going to know. I am God. When it gets through, you're going to know, stand still. You're going to know you don't have to make a move. I got all of this under control. I just need you to stand still. I'm God. I made the heavens and the earth. Hallelujah this morning. Oh, we give him glory. We give him honor and we give him praise. We thank him for another Tuesday morning. 
another January 10th. We tell him, thank you this morning. We, in 2023, he brought us over. He brought us through. The songwriter say he had some hard days. He had some hills to climb. Yeah. He had some weary days and some sleepless nights. But when he look around and he think things over, all of his good days outweigh his bad days. And he won't complain. Why? There were days when it was bad, but God stepped up on the scene. There were things went on, but God brought him through. That night, uh, things was troubling. God came in and allowed him to go to sleep, put him to sleep, and he rests well. All of my good days, hallelujah, outweigh my bad days. I can't complain. He said, I, I, I should complain. I might want to complain, but I'm not going to complain. Why? That very thing you think that you you don't have and you want it so bad, it's the very thing that will destroy you so God won't allow it. He won't give it to you. He won't withhold no good thing from us. If it will work together for our good, he's going to release it in his timing. And it may work together for our good, but he may not rush out and give it to us because there's a lesson in the storm. There's a blessing in the storm. Hallelujah. Some things being held up from me because right now it looked like it would. It feels like it could, but it won't work together for your good. Not right now, but there's a date coming when God going to check off on that date and say, yes, this is the date. It'll work for Barbara. I'm going to go ahead and release it. Well, many times he released it already. You're just waiting on his timing to catch up with you. Well, your timing to catch up with his timing. I believe God is time. Hallelujah. Perfect time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we are grateful unto him this morning, and uh, we appreciate him, and uh, I thank him so much. I thank him so much because there's none like him. Oh, none who love me in the way that he loves me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going with this one. I got some uh, other requests this morning, but I'm going to get them all in. Each and every one. But we're going with this one right now.
She's not going back. She, it's over with. Oh, but it's not. Hallelujah. He's got a purpose and a plan. And I want to be in his perfect will. 
I want to obey him. I want to be a blessing unto his people. And the people is what keep me coming. Obedience and his people is what keep me coming every morning. Hallelujah. I want to see them numbers, them, them area codes. I want to pray for folks. Sister Myra wrote me the other day, and she said, now, I know when you say you're going to pray, you going to do some praying. Yes. Yes, it's true. Prayer is an important thing. Prayer is a great key. Prayer is a blessing to all of us because God is hearing. Ooh, and he answers. My goodness of Zion. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we're grateful to you this morning, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, let's pray. And uh, we're coming back to talk about uh, our topic for the day. We have Pastor John Hagee. And that uh, his message is successful the new year. So we'll come back and talk about that. But let's pray. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you this morning for another opportunity to come before you. We thank you this morning for another chance to come before the true and living God that have all power. Father, we thank you this morning that we can call on you at anywhere, anytime, and any place. And, and it makes no difference why we're calling you're never busy. Your line is always open to us. Father, we thank you that you never left. You, you, you won't leave us, nor forsake us. You will be with us until the end. And if we call upon you, Father, you're going to answer. You don't hold things against us like we hold it against ourselves and each other. You're forgiving, kind, merciful, loving, gracious God. Hallelujah. And we thank you this morning. And, Father, we come stretching out in you this day. But without you, we can do nothing. Hey, glory, glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Mm. Hallelujah. Father, we come this morning in you. Because we know no other way to come. We come this morning trusting you. We come this morning believing you. We come this morning standing on your word, and after standing, Father, we are going to stand some more because it's a solid foundation. And today we come asking that you would teach us how to let your word do the work for us. Teach us how to let prayer do the work for us, Father. And that we'll take that time that we don't have to do things to study your word. We'll take that time to pray. But man ought to always pray, Father, not think. Pray without ceasing. Help us to remember you day in and day out. Don't let us forget you, Lord. Help us to put into practice self-control. That we'll think on the things of you. We'll think on your word. We'll think on the things that your son Jesus did. All long before he got to Calvary, Lord, he walked the dusty streets, and he healed the sick. He raised the dead. Oh, he fed thousands. He taught well. Help us today, God, to remember these things and to check ourselves to make sure we're doing the same. Help us to do what's pleasing and acceptable unto you, your almighty God that have all power. Father, I bring every call and every listener before you. 
those coming through the podcast and the archives. And Lord, we ask that you would move in a mighty way. Move for their family and friends near and far. God, you know what's going on in each household. I ask that you would send your spirit through to clean up what's not you. God, to bless that marriage, bring it where it should be. Bless those children, bring them where they should be. Mm, Bless your people on the job, God. Bring it to where it should be, even on the job. And Lord, remind your people to be a great witness unto you. Remind them that the harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. And to pray that you send more labors into the vineyard. But Father, show them what you called them to and chose them for. Show them, Lord, how to witness effectively to your people that your word won't return void in the name of Jesus. Our summer get instant results right then. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, we bring this great country, America, before you. Every American this morning. And Lord, we've turned our backs on you. And we're not thinking of what you've done for us. Many don't believe it, God, and some believe it, but they're not willing to seek it more or seek you more, your word. I ask that you would stir up the gifts in America spiritually, oh God, unto you. Send out your anointing and let it fall upon the people, that God, they can gather themselves and know that there is a God. Hallelujah. Not our will, but your will be done. If it be your will. Send what makes Americans bow down before you in sincerity, in the name of Jesus. Because, Lord, we need you, and we need to do better. And you wish that none should perish. And we're not lifting you up properly, oh God. We're not lifting you up right. We lift you up when you bless us. We lift you up when you work a miracle. We lift you up when you give us something. But, God, we need to lift you up for every second of the day, for everything. Because without you again this morning, we can do nothing. Without you, we can't breathe. We we won't have food. We, we just wouldn't have a roof. We wouldn't have nothing without you. Wouldn't have a mind. Body wouldn't be as good as it is. Sickness could overtake us and just carry us on out of here. But God, your gracious, your merciful, your kind, and your love. Oh, your love. Hallelujah. And this morning, let your love lift us all, God. Let it lift each and every one of us in the name of Jesus. Have mercy this morning. Have mercy this morning, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Strengthen us in this hour. That we'll be able to stand on your word and stand according to your word and, and, and cry loud and spare not and talk of your wondrous works and make known your deeds among the people. In this hour, strengthen us, O oh God, and help us that you're number one in everything in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, we ask that you would touch and heal this morning those that are sick. We know that you're the great physician, and you're the God that healeth thee. Hallelujah. Lord, speak the word of healing over your people this morning. 
heal our bodies, oh God, physically, mentally, and spiritually. And anything that's emotionally out of tact, God, we ask that you would fix it this morning in the name of Jesus. Or fix our hearts, regulate our minds today in you in the name of Jesus. Help us to see the clear Jesus. Hallelujah. The clear master, the clear savior. Hallelujah. Do it for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, bless those that are incarcerated, those that are in every branch of the military, widowers, bereaved families, intercessory prayer people everywhere, praying for others in the name of Jesus. Father, bless preachers everywhere, preaching in the name of Jesus and obedience unto you and love for your people. Bless Israel and prosper Jerusalem this morning. You know what they're standing in need of. Lord, you know how to reach them even the more. Do it for your glory today. Bless all our brothers and sisters overseas. Father, you know what they need this morning. Bless those that are trying to feed their children, send their children to school. Bless those that don't know where the next meal is coming from. We know that you prayed over the bread and the fish and it multiplied. Do it today, oh God. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Bless those that are struggling, God. Those that have to hide in caves and camps and different things because their enemy is after them. Move by your spirit this morning in the name of Jesus for these your people. Father, you made us all for your pleasure. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, we ask that you would bless America in the leadership. Have mercy this morning. And Father, we ask that, Lord, anything that's not like you and our leadership, that God, you would remove it. Lord, that you would take it out and that we as the people would cry loud against what's wrong. Help us today, oh God. Loose your angels to stand watch to shield and protect us all. Mm. Keep us from all hurt, harm, or danger. In the name of Jesus, we ask. Amen and hallelujah. Bless the segment of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here today. Lord, move for your people. Let them have a sharp ear to hear what the Spirit have to say to the church. Let them obtain it and keep it, God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. Hallelujah. We give you glory, his majesty. We give you honor and praise. Hey, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for hearing and answering. Thank you for your healing power right now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hey, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Mm. The songwriter said, I have a feeling. Everything is going to be all right. Be all right. Be all right. Be all right. Hallelujah. And I do too. I got a feeling. Hallelujah. Mm. Everything is going to be all right. Even those that feel you're sick, oh, it's going to be all right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to this next request. And when we come back, uh, we're coming back, coming back talking about a Pastor Hagin's message today.
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love that number right there, too. I love it. I love it. And uh, I like the way he sang it. It's, it's an old song. He did it a while back. But uh, every time I hear it, it's like it's new to me. And so I'm thankful uh, unto Almighty God. He can make us new creatures, new creations in him. He can make us over. He can give us new hearts and new minds and even a new look. I, 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 I haven't always looked like this. Yeah, I have a, a new look. And that's God. And, and see, because I remember when Apostle Paul was on his way, you know, to Damascus and he was blind. He got a new look, too. Uh-huh. David got a new look. Quite a few got a new look. Some got new names. Yeah. God is able to do all of that for his people because he know when your name needs to be changed. Yeah. He know when, you know, things need to make a difference in your life. Hallelujah. Ah, uh, yeah, because he already, he already fixed it for himself. Yeah, the day you was born, he fixed it for him. He knew your whole history, your whole life history, what would take place. Hallelujah. This morning, we're going to listen to Pastor John Hagee. And again, the title of his message is Success for the New Year. Yeah. And, and now, I've listened to this man ever since I was a little girl, uh, way back in the day. And I used to like the way he would talk about things. And you know, the devil is always this way. He 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 prejudiced. He 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 helped George Wallace. He did this and he did that. You know, uh, sometimes God calls people out, and they don't quite have the full vision just yet. They don't fully understand everything. But as time come on and they continue to seek God and study his word, he make a change in their life. Yes, he does. And so I'm grateful unto the Lord. I didn't see all of that in him. I saw the word. I wasn't looking at his personal life and a lot of uh, preachers, I don't, I don't, I'm not after their personal life. I'm after that spiritual thing that's in there. What is God using you to share with me? Yeah, because it's not you. You're just a vessel that God is using. The message and everything else is from him. So I can even exclude you. I thank God for you. I love you. I appreciate your obedience unto him. But I'm after the things of God, not after the things of man. Hallelujah. So uh, John Charles Hagee is an American pastor and televangelist, uh, the founder of John Hagee Ministries. His ministry is telecast to the United States and Canada. Hagen is also the founder and chairman of the Citizen Zionist Organization, Christians United for Israel. So he, he's got a track. He's 82 years old now, born 1940. And I'm telling you, he's been around a while. Yeah, married, children. I remember his son, used to, uh, when I would see his son, I would look again. Oh, he's just looking like his daddy. Look just like his dad, yeah. And so, um, you know, the scripture says that if we love Israel, we'll be blessed. God will bless us if we love Israel. So many times when you, like even me, when I pray that God 
bless Israel and prosper Jerusalem, people are looking crazy because they can't. Is she Israel? Is she an Israelite? Is she from Israel? No, I'm from the United States. I just know what the word says. People hear me pray and pray in Jesus' name. They say, oh, she must be cogent. No, I'm not cogent. I'm not a member of the Church of God in Christ. And I can't be, uh, I don't know what you call it, but I can't be stationary. I, I can't be founded deep into something. I'm only founded and deeply in Jesus. He's the author and finisher of my faith. He's the only one that I really truly got to be really concerned about and what he thinks. He's the only one that I must do what he say. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It's a must that I obey him. Yeah. And I thank him today. But yeah, he, he do, you know, a lot with Israel. And uh, he, you know, he do what he can as an evangelist. And he wrote some books and different things. But, and I know some people don't care for him at all. And I got to, I got to hear what the spirit saying to me, not my feelings. And not what I think. See, a lot of people get in trouble about them feelings and because of what they don't like. But it's time for us to go to God about every little thing. Lord, uh, this woman preaching this and that. God, is that really you? Yeah, because the spirit in you is supposed to bear witness with the spirit in me. The spirit in me, if John Hagen got God, it should bear witness with me, and it has. I've heard quite a few things he said, and it just agreed with my spirit, the spirit of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So listen, let's uh, take a listen and uh, apply the word of God to our everyday life. Yeah, and it's already all right. In Jesus' name, my goodness. Hallelujah. I thank you, His Majesty. He got to be on up here. He's way up here. He's a ways up. Turn to Proverbs chapter 25, verse 28. As we talk today about the secret of success for the new year, the question is, are you going to have a happy new year, or will the social, moral, and political corruption continue to destroy your peace of mind and hopes for the future of our nation and the world? Listen, it's time to stop worrying about the things that are beyond your control. There are things that you have to submit to the hand of God and walk confidently into the future knowing that God is with us and everything is going to be all right. Stop being driven by the prophets of doom and gloom on fake news and start being driven by the good news that God has written in this sacred text. I hold in my hand God's blueprint for the future. 
when the melodrama of this madness that we're presently going through with is over, we win. The kingdom of God is going to rule this earth from the city of Jerusalem. King Jesus is going to sit on the throne of his father David, and he's going to rule this earth according to the dictates of this book. That means he will rule it with a rod of iron. It's something that the mind of man finds difficult to grasp. Church of Jesus Christ, this is our future. Lift up your heads and rejoice. King Jesus is about to return, and all of this madness on planet Earth will vanish in the twinkling of an eye. Give the Lord praise in this house. Solomon, allegedly the wisest man on the Earth, gives us the secret of success in this text. Whoever has no rule on his own spirit is like a city broken down without walls. A city that has broken down walls has no control over its future. In that world, in the biblical world, your defense system was the wall around the city. If it was broken down, you were most certainly going to be taken over. The walls around Babylon were so wide, four chariots could race on top at one time, and it was 60 miles around the city. It was an awesome military force. Whenever a city had just a crack in the wall, it was a place of weakness. So Solomon is saying here, the secret for success in this coming year or any other year is self-control. Do you have it? If you don't have it, you're going to self-destruct. That's the message. Father God, today, let the anointing of the Holy Spirit rest upon this concept and bring us to the resolution that we are going to discover with God's help self-control of ourselves that our future may be divinely and supernaturally blessed. In Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's children said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. In this age of advanced technology, we have learned how to control the sun to heat our homes. We have learned to control mighty rivers to produce electricity for our cities. We have satellites in space that can transmit communication signals to people on the other side of the earth in a fraction of a second. Guided missiles now circle the earth and can hit its target after 25,000 miles in flight. China did that. Their message to America, we can hit you without you even knowing we're coming. Why have we not learned to control ourselves? Because it's easier for a man to control the universe than it is for him to control himself. Our technology has produced nuclear bombs that are so powerful, scientists say, we have enough nuclear power to destroy every person on the earth ten times over. I have news for you. I am not afraid of a nuclear bomb. I am afraid of a nuclear bomb in the hand of a madman because he does not have self-control. That describes Iran. They are led by maniacal people who have the absolute sworn devotional point of destroying America and Israel. Hello, Washington. Iran must never be permitted to produce a nuclear bomb, not now, not ever. 
Why? Because bombs do not make up their mind to explode. It requires a lunatic man to drop them and ignite them. If history teaches us anything, it teaches us that we cannot control ourselves. Self-control, do you have it? You better get it, because without it you will self-destruct. Hello, America. Take charge of your life, or someone else will. You are much more qualified to predict your future than the people who are in Washington, D.C. I tell you that. The Bible teaches that he who conquers the city is not nearly as strong as the person that conquers themselves, because the greatest enemy that you will ever face is you. Your doubts are traitors to your dreams. Your fears strangle your hopes and keep you from climbing the impossible mountain. Your habits, born of your free will, lead you into captivity or paradise. Some of you have habits right now that are destroying your health. You need to learn how to control that. One of the Bible's most valuable lessons is the ability to make you do the things you should do when it ought to be done and done with excellence whether you want to do it or not. There's nothing in the Bible that says do this when you feel like it. It says do this. God didn't write the Bible to revise it when you came along. He wrote the Bible for you to do what's in the Bible right now according to the dictates of his holy throne. Winston Churchill said responsibility is the key to greatness. Listen to that. Responsibility is the key to greatness. Doing what you ought to do when you ought to do it with excellence is what God is looking for in the life of the righteous. That's self-control. You may be brilliant, but without self-control, you're through. There are brilliant people in every penitentiary in America. You may be wealthy, but without self-control, poverty is coming. You may be powerful, but without self-control, you are weak. Beware the fury of a patient man. In the battle for self-control, the enemy is you. The war of the soul is a civil war. You may be successful at making money, at building a business, as the leader of people. But if you do not control you, you're finished. The Bible says the heart is deceitful above all things. Why? Because the heart will tell you, you've got to be you. You've got to be you as long as you don't disagree with what God has said about you. Every person has something within their nature called the flesh that wants to destroy you. The Bible says we are at war with the world, the flesh, and the devil. Say that with me. The world, the flesh, and the devil. The world is what's outside. The flesh is what's inside you. The devil are the powers and principalities in the second heaven whose assignment is to torment you, and they will. Your weapon is the word of God and the blood of the cross that gives you total victory. St. Paul writes, every man that strives for mastery is temperate in all things. That says he has self-control. She has self-control. We're commanded by St. Paul to, quote, run the race that is set before us with endurance. With endurance. That means stay at it. 
Quit whining about the assignment God has given you. Discipline yourself to accomplish God's task. Stand your post and do your duty. We are commanded by Jesus Christ to fast and pray. Fasting is not doing without food from 12 midnight to 6 in the morning. (laughs) Fasting brings power with God. Jesus presented the three fundamental principles of Christianity in Matthew 6. And those three principles are when you pray, when you fast, and when you give. That whole chapter is about those three things. Not if you pray, not if you fast, not if you give, but when we are commanded to give. And the person who believes that they will prosper without giving to God is simply misinformed. The Bible says, give and it shall be given unto you, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. God's abundance comes to those who give and give cheerfully and give what God requires. A lot of people don't read those verses for lots of reasons. Look at the boneyard of history, of history's great men who had everything but self-control. Moses was the lawgiver of Israel. He was a poet. He was a prophet. He was a conqueror of mighty Egypt. He became so frustrated with the children of Israel, he lost his temper and he smote the rock twice and said, here's the water, you rebels. Forty years later, when the children of Israel are getting ready to go into the promised land, Moses speaks to his wife, God is not going to allow me to go into Israel because I lost my temper 40 years ago providing water for the people of Israel. They gave me the credit and didn't give God the credit. Mm. And I'm not going to be allowed to go into Israel because I tried to take the credit for what God is doing. Brother, if there is a lesson in that, listen to what I'm saying. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Give the Lord praise for his glory. With the new year upon us, it's time to unlock the power of biblical fasting and transform your life. Don't be content to go through this new year carrying the same burdens from your past. God has much more in store for your life and the lives of your loved ones. For your gift of any amount, you will receive our new comprehensive devotional by Pastor Matt, Unlocking the Power of Fasting. When you gift $150 or more, we will also send you a Power of Fasting journal, a Facts of Fasting sermon by Pastor Matt, and the Pathway to Victory booklet. You can experience a deeper, more powerful relationship with God that can only come through prayer and fasting. Send your gift today. Call the number on your screen and visit jhm.org slash fast. King David conquered Goliath and he terrorized the Philistines. His lust for Bathsheba led her to pregnancy and a murder plot to kill her husband. Because he killed an innocent man, God said to David, the sword is never going to leave your house. Think about that. And God kept that promise. 
Absalom was a traitor to David. Absalom led a battle where 22,000 of David's men were killed because he was trying to take the kingdom from his father. His daughter was raped. His baby died. Absalom, this is in the Bible, had sex with David's wives to humiliate David. God said to David, the sword is never going to leave your house because of what you have done in the death of Uriah. Let me tell you something. You better learn to control yourself or you will destroy yourself. Can you control your passion? There's love and lust, and you better know the difference. Lust demands. Love gives, and it gives, and it keeps on giving. Can you control your anger? Can you control your depression? Can you control your resentment? American history tells the story of Aaron Burr, the vice president of the United States who was involved in a political squabble with Alexander Hamilton. He missed being president by just a few votes. He shot Hamilton in a duel. When Aaron Burr died, less than 10 people came to his funeral. He was almost the president of the United States, but because he couldn't control himself, he went down in history as an insignificant nothing. He had great political power, but he couldn't control himself. There is a statement that you need to know. Say that no man has lived a great life until you know the way that he died. Say that no man has lived a great life until you know the way he died. What is self-control? When you harness and discipline your wild horse emotions, your habits, your fears, your frustrations to produce fruit. When you master the situation and you refuse to let the situation master you. People often blame God for their lack of self-control. You don't get in control by mental manipulation, psycho-cybernetics. You get in control by surrendering to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. God is not going to rewrite the Bible for your generation. Stop trying to change scriptures when it is written to change you. The gospel of Jesus Christ is the gospel of power. This book says we have the power to be saved, the power to heal, the power to transform, the power to control demon spirits, the power to speak through the anointing of the Holy Spirit. This is the only way to live. This has the power. Use it in Jesus' name. Circumstances have nothing to do with control. People say, when the circumstances get right, I'll get in control. That's looking at it backwards. The Apostle Paul said, I can do all things through Christ. Say that with me. I can do all things through Christ. Paul preached in chains to Felix, the Roman governor. Felix sat on the throne. Paul is standing in front of him with handcuffs and leg irons. And Felix is shaking like a leaf in the wind. Who's in control of that conversation? Paul. Yes, he's in chains, but he's in absolute control of what's going on. Daniel was in a lion's den, sleeping. 
while the king that put him there is walking down the marble halls of his palace giving birth to peptic ulcers. Who's in control here? Daniel. People say, when the circumstances change, then I'll be in control. Wrong. When you change, the circumstances won't make any difference. Christ demonstrated control at his crucifixion. He had all power in heaven and on earth. At any second, he could have called 10,000 angels to, to annihilate the Roman Empire, to reduce every person on the globe to mere ashes. But look at the control of the Savior. Judas sold him for 30 pieces of silver. Peter cursed and denied him three times. Pilate whipped him with a cat of nine tails. Herod's men of war mocked him. They slapped him. They spit on him. They put a crown of thorns on him. Roman hands took spikes and drove them through his hands and through his feet. This power, this awesome son of God that was on creation morning when the earth was created, he that had the power to smash them to ashes, looked to the face of God and said, Father, Forgive them, for they know not what they do. That, my friend, is self-control. The God that we serve is a God of power and patience. He's a God of might and mercy. There's a favorite verse of mine in the Bible. The mercies of God are renewed every morning. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. God holds the seven seas in the palms of his hand, and yet he attends the funeral of every sparrow that falls from the sky. God is interested in every detail of your life. He forgave the Romans who were killing him so that you and you and you and you and you and I and those of you watching could be saved from the prince of darkness and inherit eternal life. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, for your sacrifice at the cross. So what kind of control do you have? Some of you have uncontrolled anger. You lash out. You have a temper problem. When you go home from work, the dog hides behind the door. Proverbs 14, 17, he that is soon angry will deal foolishly. Translation, hotheads make stupid mistakes. Hear me, you're not a dynamic personality because you blow your stack. What chance does a man or a woman have to control their destiny when they can't control themselves? Remember, the emptier the pot, the quicker it boils. Uncontrolled anger weakens a man. It not only is killing you, it causes you to play in the hands of your enemies. The story is told of sailors who landed on a tropical island. They were thirsty and they saw coconuts in the tree. They were too high for them to reach. In the trees there were chattering monkeys. The sailors threw the rocks at the monkeys and the monkeys threw the coconuts back down to the sailors. You see, they did exactly what the sailors wanted because anger makes you play into the hands of your enemies. What kind of self-control do you have? When the husband comes home late for supper, the third night in a row without a phone call, 
I've heard young brides say, well, I'll change him. No. When the children, the love of your life, flush diapers down the commode, I'm going through experiences here. When Matt was about five years of age, Matt generally met me at the door. If he didn't meet me at the door, go find him because he's up to something. Always. I looked through the house, finally came to the bathroom, and I opened the door just in time to see him putting my new alligator shoes in the commode. And he looked at me with that cherubic smile as if it was a wonderful victory for something. That's why my hair is white. What kind of self-control do you have when you're helping your wife in the kitchen and she tells you to find the nutmeg, which is right in front of your eyes. It's always right in front of your eyes. And she, you can't find it. And she comes and finds it in the fourth drawer in the white can marked matches. <laughs> what kind of control do you have over your thoughts? Proverbs 23, for as a man thinketh, so is he. Say that with me. For as a man thinketh, so is he. If you think you're defeated, you are. If you think you can't, you won't. If you think you're victorious, you can be victorious through Christ. Nothing can be impossible to you if you believe it based on the Word of God. What are your thoughts about yourself? America's number one emotional problem is the lack of self-esteem. Do you feel defeated? Do you feel unwanted? Feel rejected by your mother, your father, your husband? Do you repeatedly and desperately long for someone to love you? God loves you. God the Father loves you enough that he gave his son to die for every one of you in this room and every person listening. You are his child. You are special. You are royalty. You are sons and daughters of the Most High God. You are somebody. You are a child of the King. God says you're going to inherit the earth. Think about it. Think about it. We're going to tell Bezos to sit down. We own it. The Apostle Paul commands Christians to control your thoughts. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, pure, lovely, of good report, think on these things. Say that with me. Think on these things. What kind of self-control do you have over your speech? Do you gossip? I know charismatics don't gossip, but they do share. Do you exaggerate your problems? When the children of Israel came to the border of Israel and they sent the ten over, they came back saying, we're like grasshoppers. That's an extreme exaggeration. Elijah looked at God when Jezebel was killing prophets and said, I'm the only one left. And God says to Elijah, I have 7,000 righteous men standing by to take your place. If you can't get it done, Step aside. I've got somebody who's ready. Don't ever get the idea that you're the only person God can use. Be thrilled that God has honored you 
with the opportunity to fight the wicked and to destroy evil. Why not make this year a year of success? Why not decide right now, based on the authority of this word, that you as a child of God have the resources of heaven, that this is going to be the most successful, most prosperous year, the year filled with the greatest accomplishment. It is the beginning of a glorious future. Regardless of what's going on in the rest of the world, God is with me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I have peace that surpasses all understanding. The love of God is mine. I have the word of God. Hang on, world. Here I come. God bless you. Allow the Lord to do something new in your life in this new year. He's the God of new beginnings. We are grateful for your prayers and generous financial support. With your help, we're taking all of the gospel to all of the world and to every generation. Now stay tuned because Pastor's Blessing comes at the end of our program. Hagee Ministries continues to proclaim the truth of God's Word around the globe. Together, we are providing humanitarian aid across Israel, community service initiatives at home and abroad, and transforming the lives of young mothers at the Sanctuary of Hope. Your partnership today ensures we reach the generations of tomorrow through many of today's social media platforms and live web streaming. Become a legacy partner today. Call the number on your screen or go to jhm.org partner. for the truth and the right. And we need to tell the story of Jesus everywhere we go. It's wonderful to be born again. Yes, wonderful to have our sins washed away by the blood of Jesus. Listen to the words of this song and may it encourage you, the light from heaven. Amen. I'm glad the sun, the S-O-N, is always shining. Yes. Amen. Praise his name. <laughs> Word of 
a broken heart. We serve a great God that's a great mender. We can't lean to our understanding about things that happen in life sometimes. But we've got a God that understands and takes care of his children. And surely he is our great comforter. Who is your trust in tonight? I hope it's the Lord Jesus. If it's not God that you're trusting in, then you're not trusting in the right one. Because the Lord Jesus is the way, and he's the truth, and he's the light. And I hope that your faith and your trust is in him. If it is not, the Bible says if we confess our sins, that he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And he'll be your comfort. He'll be your guide. He'll be your strength. And he'll be your high tower. I promise you, he will never fail you. He'll never leave you, never forsake you. But he'll be a friend that will stick closer than a brother. Praise the name of the Lord. Listen to a great song that will encourage your heart and lift you up. It's called My Company.
have in life. And when he speaks peace to us, it makes a difference when Jesus passes by, praise his name. Oftentimes I've wondered, even in my darkest hour, what is faithfully Radio, not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah. What wonderful songs of Zion and uh, words of encouragement. The roots, I think they're called. And uh, I like that singing. I really do. But I wanted to make this uh, quick announcement this morning. I know... Many of us may remember Diamond and Silk, uh, the first, uh, I want to say, African-Americans who really come out, no matter what was said or done, supporting Mr. Donald Trump. And uh, I got an email that Diamond Hardaway passed away yesterday on Monday. Uh, It don't give her age neither uh, the cause of death, but she passed away. And uh, this is what it reads. It says, Lynette Hardaway, better known as Diamond of Diamond, 
and Silk, the right-wing YouTubers and media personalities who build themselves as Trump supports, I mean, as President Trump's most loyal supporters died Monday, according to the Duo official Twitter account. The world just lost the true angel war and patriot for freedom, love, and humanity. Please respect the privacy of Diamond's family. Memorial Ceremony TBA, the announcement reads, Hardaway age at the time of her death was not made public, nor was the cause of her death. However, the announcement did include a link to GoFundMe campaign established by Hardaway's sister, Heather Hardaway Richardson, better known as Silk, pitched as contributions to preserving Diamond's legacy. In November, the duo's official Twitter account told fans Diamond was ill, but didn't specify the illness. In December, Hardaway, a COVID denier, who also spoke out against COVID-19 vaccines, denied rumors that she had contracted the illness. Upon hearing of Hardaway's passing, Donald Trump posted a message on social media saying, really bad news for Republicans and frankly, all Americans. Yeah, our beautiful diamond of diamond and silk has just passed away at her home in the state she loved so much, North Carolina. Silk was with her all the way, and at her passing, there was no better team anywhere or at any time. Diamond's death was totally unexpected. Uh, probably her big and precious heart just plain gave out. Rest in peace, our magnificent magnificent diamond, you will be greatly missed. Yeah, that really kind of surprised me. I won't say shocked, but kind of surprised me a little bit because I I didn't know that she was sick. And not too many months back, her and Diamond and Silk came to the show and uh, we talked and everything. And uh, that wasn't their first time coming. They came once before. And when they would come, you know, when they would, you know, allow me to know that they were coming, they were very humble, very grateful, thankful, and, you know, just, you know, felt good of me to invite them to come and share. And so I just pray for the family and intercessors. I'm asking you uh, to pray for her family and pray for Silk and, um, we just pray that she got a business fixed with God. And if she got her business fixed, everything is already all right for her. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we just thank God and uh, we give him glory. We give him honor and praise. So this morning, I want to dedicate this song to Diamond and Silk. And so I'm going to play this one for them. What the mercy of God can do If you knew me then You'd believe me now If you turned my whole life 
grace and his mercy, most of all his love for us. And uh, that is very sad news to hear about diamonds. 
uh, again this morning. I had no clue she was sick. Uh, I still have the emails um, from her publicist. I think that's who it was that would set everything up for them to come. And again, they would be, you know, happy to come, uh, humble, and uh, Diamond always said, well, hey, if anybody got anything to say, I got something for them. You ain't got to take care of me. You don't have to not let them ask questions. Let them ask questions. I said, no, we don't do no fighting and, you know, verbal fighting and things like that, you know, but we just want to talk about things and, uh, you know, you share with us what you found out about Mr. Trump. Because, you know, when somebody knows him and they can tell you about him or any person, not just Mr. Trump, but anybody, then, you know, you want to hear. And uh, the last time they come, I had to agree with her with some things that I found out about him, that the media had lied on him and, ooh, just made it so bad and made him look so bad that the country looked like was hating this man. But all of that was lies. And he went right on just like they didn't tell a lie because a lie is just that, a lie is not the truth. What you going to do with a lie? Nothing. Now, the truth, you can deal with that. But a lie, no point. Yeah, because no truth is to it. But, yeah, we pray for her family, pray for Silk. Uh, I, I got another email, and she was 51. Young lady. She was 51 years old. And... Uh, I don't know if it was COVID or whatever, but, yeah, she went on. And so, again, this morning, we just pray for the family and pray all goes well. If I wasn't under the weather, I would go uh, to the home going, you know, but um, I can't go. I'm not really supposed to be out and about. So, yeah, I'm staying in and I'm not moving. Yeah, I wanted to go to the post office yesterday. No, ma'am, sit down. So that's what I did. I stayed in. But we thank God for his word and um, thank God for good gospel music. Thank God for the message this morning. And uh, God is just faithful to his people. That's all I can tell you today. He is faithful to his people and he's looking for a people that's going to be faithful to him. Because he told us if we are faithful unto him, he will give us a crown of life. That will never fade away. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A crown of life. Hallelujah. That's something serious right there. And I'm thankful for it. I wanted to just read this, not really uh, talk on it too much. But we're going to bring this back and talk about some things later in the week. But I wanted to share this this morning. Um, Jude chapter 1. And starting at the first verse, it says, Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called, mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. I I like the way they started these letters off. I I like the way they would explain some things in this letter. Jude was a servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James. 
And he's saying to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called. Because see, them that sanctified and preserved in Jesus Christ and they have a calling on their life. And especially those that were chosen. They are different kind of breed. They're different kind of people. They're not your common everyday uh, Christians. These people go beyond the call of duty. Yeah, these people travel for miles just to take somebody a, a dish of soup. Yeah, they go with nothing and leave with plenty. And where they stay is blessed. It's more than blessed. Yeah, they, they're a different breed. In verse 2, it says, he's saying to them, mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Three says, beloved, when I gave out diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith, which was once delivered unto the saints. Oh, yeah, I like that right there, too. Common salvation. See, see, some people, you know, they just have to, you know, to know Jesus. But there are those who want to go much further. I want them to be my all in all. I truly want them to be the head of my life. I want them to be the God of my life. Whatever I do is in him. Because he's in me. Ah, uh, yeah. And I want him to be pleased. Yeah. Verse 4 says, But there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. Ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Say they crept in unawares. They sneaked in there. They didn't come to bring the gospel. They didn't come to make sure folk got saved. They didn't come to do an altar call. They didn't come because they loved. And they wanted to see God deliver people. Who were of old ordained to this condemnation. Ungodly men. Turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Now that's what it says. And if you look around in there, you're going to see this. If you look and watching as well as praying, you're seeing this today. Yeah, you see in churches where they don't care about uh, no saving power. You, you're seeing uh, off the call is kind of a joke. I'm not joking with you. And the only reason why they're doing the altar call is so they can say they're doing the will of him that sins. Yeah, so they can say, you know, we did church stuff. But everything is about them and them destroying and mainly destroying the people. They have more entertainment in there than anything else. Praise and worship is short-lived, very short. Even the preaching is short. The offering time is longer. Yeah. 
Verse 5 says, I will therefore put you in remembrance, though ye once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterwards destroyed them that believed not. Did you hear that? <coughs> we got to keep believing God. <coughs> Stay with God. Excuse me. Stay with him. Stay in his word. It's going to be all right. Verse 6 says, and the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he had reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. My goodness. Lord, I thank you. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 7 says, even if Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. It didn't just talk about Sodom and Gomorrah now. It said, and the cities about them in like manner, those that were doing what they were doing in Sodom and Gomorrah, those that had no respect for God down there, it's my thing, I'm going to do what I want to do. Those that when the men and uh, uh, women of God was there, they didn't have no respect for them. Again, it's my thing. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'll rape the preacher. Verse 8 says, and, and you know what? I, I, I know people are in their feelings and they don't understand. But Lord, have mercy is all I can say. He says, strange flesh, listen, even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Somebody going to hell, y'all heard? Yeah. Verse 8 says, likewise also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh. Filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignities. Any human decency, any human morals, anybody willing to stand up for what's right? No, these filthy dreamers, they don't care. That's what the word said. And now, because we believe it and we uphold it, people get angry with us. I've heard people say, oh, I don't do no Christians. Yeah, because they, they, they mean, they real mean people. They nasty. They did. You know why? Likewise, also, these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignities. And we are not about that. The true believer of God, we're about what God said, and we want to do what he said. We want to obey him. Verse 9 says, yet Michael, the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses. Durst not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, the Lord rebuked thee. Well, we know Moses got mad, and he didn't speak to the rock. He struck the rock, and God took care of it. Yeah. But see, that's another thing they can never see. 
God is a forgiving God, and when he forgives, he totally forgives and forgets. And he put it in the sea of forgetfulness, never to remember it again. It's us that keep remembering. It's us that keep not fully forgiving. Say we do, but we don't, because at least the thing they do again, we hold it against them. We put the first thing with the second thing and let it add up to even bigger. Verse 10 says, but these speak evil of those things which they know not. You hear that? But these speak evil of those things which they know not. Some people don't know about forgiving. Some people don't know the scriptures. They don't know about the ways of God, the love he has. How he so loved the good, the bad, and the ugly, he sent his only begotten son because he knew we all could change. Because if we believe on the Son, ah, hallelujah, for whom the Son set free is free indeed. Yeah. But these speak evil of those things which they know not, but what they know naturally as brute beasts, and those things, they corrupt themselves. So they, I'm not going to forgive you, and if you make me mad enough, I'll stab you, cut you, shoot you. I'll lie on you. I'll, I'll do things to bring you down. Yeah. 11 says, woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain and ran greedily after the error of Balaam for reward and perished in the gainsaying of Kor. Yeah. Yeah, we ain't got no time for nothing but money and stuff and things and all this going to perish. I look at the car. You bought the car in 2020, it's 2023, it started not to look the same. The car done been through the storm and lots of rain, you might have dinged it, you, you know. Uh, it may be dusty now, you may see a little fade up, but this is what greedy people do. They, they'll kill you for stuff and things. And that's all they're about, more money, more money, more money, more this, more this, more that. And they, and they can't sit down in one place and, oh, no, no, no. They got to rip, run, and do something. I've seen church people like that. Well, I got to go to the church and clean the church. Well, where are you going? I got to go back over to church. I got to go back down in the dining room. They just, they, 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 they just can't be with themselves. They on their phone all day long. They on the computer all day because they cannot be alone with themselves. But when you got God, you can be alone because you're going to spend time with him. Every opportunity you get to be alone with him, that's what you're doing. Oh, I got 30 minutes. Well, I can read for 15 and pray for the other 15. Yeah, you'll come up with a solution if you love it. And if you pour in more and more spiritual things into you. Yeah. 12 says these are spots in your feast of charity. When they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear. Clouds they are without. Water carried about of winds. Trees whose fruit withers without fruit. Twice dead, plucked up by the roots. Nothing in them. Mm-mm. Nothing in them of substance 
See, we got Jesus. We have the Holy Spirit. We keep pouring the word into us. We keep pouring prayers out of us. It gives us substance. We have something to stand on. We're grounded and rooted in him. Oh, yeah. 13 says, raging waves of the sea, foaming out their own shame. Wandering stars to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. Yeah, some folk going to hell. And no getting out. You don't have a get out card. 14 says, and Enoch also the seventh from Adam prophesied of these saying, behold, the Lord cometh with 10,000 of his saints. Ooh, I hope I'm one of them. Because I want to come back and judge the world. Yeah. 15 says to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed and of all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against them. You hear that? We want to get right with the Lord as believers. We want to serve him, love him, love his people. Yeah, give up the right for the wrong, it appears. Hallelujah. 16 says, these are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lust, and their mouth speaking great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration because of advantage. Look. You see how these people got these words now. Folk done went to college and all of this, and uh, they come back with the talk and all of that. You see how these preachers, uh, they done been to seminary, and they come with all this stuff. Look here. Mamas, complainers, walking after their own lust, and their mouth speaking great swelling words, having men persons in admiration because of advantage. 17 says, but beloved. Remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. Huh? Let's remember the gospel. Yeah, I, I, I don't have time for you to dig up this and dig up that and, and you're giving me these words. and Now, now I want to hear what did Jesus say. Give me a little bit of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Well, give me all of it, please. And going on back there the first and Second Corinthians. Go ahead and give me Acts. Yeah, let me get uh, Romans. Let me go on back through that. And you see, let, let me get that. So that's what's really going to help me to stand firm in the Lord. That's what's going to help me to keep my mind on him. This is what's going to keep me standing on his word. This is what's going to help me in the midnight hour when nobody's around and I got bad news. This is what's going to keep me going. Right here. Uh, okay, well, they're not going to shut up. They're not going to shut up. Okay, thank you. But, yeah, this gives me hope. The word of God gives me hope. Faith and his word. Because I believe what his word says. All this other stuff, I don't need it. 17 says, but beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. 18 says, how that they told you were, how that they told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lust. Mockers. 
I know for food with me. I ain't even thinking about it. Yeah, and I could care less. I'm like a songwriter. As long as I know I have a seat in the kingdom, that's all right. Hallelujah. As long as I know that I have a seat in his kingdom, that's all right. As long as I know I'm being led and guided by him. As long as I know I'm walking in the right way with him, that's all right. Yeah. How that they told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lust. 19 says, these be they who separate themselves sensual, I mean sensual, sensual, y'all excuse me, having not the spirit. Oops. What you say? Having not the spirit, because we no longer walk according to our own lust, ungodly lust. We have the spirit of God, and he's leading and guiding us in the right path. He's doing things like this, but Barbara don't say that. Barbara don't do that. Barbara don't go that way. Don't call them. Pray for them. Don't say anything. Keep quiet, huh? And when we follow his rules and regulations, when we follow his lead, we're going to be blessed. Twitter says, well, you, you beloved, uh, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, <laughs> praying in the Holy Ghost, hallelujah. But you, believers, you, the saints of God, you, the people of God, you, the true Christian, Building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. 21 to keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ until eternal life. I'm not just looking for mercy today. I'm looking for mercy for the rest of my life. I'm looking for mercy when I wake up from my sleep, from my rest, to be judged by him. I'm yet looking for mercy. Hallelujah. 22 says, and of some have compassion, making a difference. Making a difference. And others saved with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Some of us like that. We don't like nothing ugly that got to do with the devil. We don't like nothing ugly got to do with sin. Self-claim, self we don't want nothing to do with that. We're walking in the spirit that we don't fulfill the lust of our own flesh. Yeah. And when we see a brother in an air, we go in love, not fussing and making them feel bad and that. No, we go in love to lift them up out of it. And we have a fearful way about us with God because we fear him. And we don't want to put our horse before no cart. 24 said, now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, 
both now and forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jude. Jude talking about some serious stuff in there. Yeah, and I got to come back to Jude. Because if you listen to Jude, you, 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 you're going to get on them knees. If you listen to Jude, you're going to fast a little bit. If you look, listen to Jude, you're going to get in the Word. And you won't want to come out of it. See, because I'm fearful of, of craziness. That just bothers. Foolishness? I'm fearful of foolishness. Yeah, I don't want nothing to do with all of that. Uh-uh. I, I, even relatives with crazy names and all of that, savage beasts, and I'm scared. Look at here. I'm trying to stay on the straight and narrow. I am trying to be who God called me to be, not who you want me to be, and not who I'm fighting to try to be. Uh-uh. That won't work. I want to be the barber that God is calling for in these last and evil days. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. He's worthy this morning. He's worthy to be praised. And we have to lift up our eyes unto the hill from which cometh our help. All of our help, all of it, comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. Now, we may want a uh, clown and the Lord have to bring us back. Anybody God brought back, you was about to get out there now. Oh, you was about to show out. Yeah, you was about to let them know what you was working with. Don't play with me. And the Lord had to pull your collar. Hey, hey, hey. Mm-mm. Don't say that. Don't do that. Don't even go over that. Yeah. Because he know if you went over there, you went saved, but when you come back, you know, you were coming back in a repentance stage. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to be careful in this last day. Talked about angels and all of that. They're in some dark place. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. We, we, we don't want nothing to do with darkness. We love light. And we want to stay walking in the light. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank you today. And uh, we're grateful unto him for all he has done, what he's doing right now, and what he's going to do. Great and mighty things. Yeah. Songwriter say, you don't know like I know what he has done for me. You can't tell it. I got to tell it. Yeah, because it don't mean as much to you as it does to me. He did it for me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen, the studio is open. If uh, anyone has something they would like to say this morning, please feel free to press that number one and uh, come in today and share with us. We're going to this request right here, and uh, when we come back, the studio is yet open. Yeah. Put your hands together right now. Listen, I don't know where you're listening to this at. Maybe you're in your car, you're at the crib. Maybe at the mall, the country club, maybe in the hospital. You could even be on lockdown. 
But I dare you to get this in your spirit. Speak to your situation and say, I will Put your hands together. Freddie P, can you let him know something? I will bless his holy name. Whether in good times, sorrow, sunshine, or in rain. Everything in me will find a reason to bless his name. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
hallelujah, Mr. Fred Hammond, and I will bless his holy name. I won't forget his benefits. I won't forget what he's done for me. Hallelujah. Brought me out of darkness into this marvelous light. And not only that, but he made the way for me. He showed me the way to go to safety. Hallelujah. He showed me the way where I could be covered. He taught me things. He sent people to teach me things. Yeah, he's on my side. He's for me today. And the word says, if he be for me, he's more than the whole world against us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, this morning we want to pray for Diamond and Silk family. Uh, we want to pray for Sister Jerry this morning. And I want to pray for my God baby Laura. And um want to lift her up to the Lord this morning. And uh, it's already all right in Jesus' name. And uh, we just thank God. I thank God for your minister, Shonda. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. I thank God for you. Thank God for you. And I look over there and I see that that four. And when I see that one and eight over there, two and eight, I get excited. Yesterday I saw uh but 807 number now, I think it is. And I couldn't say nothing, though, with 807 being in there. Y'all know I like that food with that 807. <laughs> cold. But I couldn't say nothing yesterday. All right, Sister Jerry, I'm coming at you right now. Good morning. God bless you. How are you? Good morning, Sister Barbara. How are you? I'm good. Better than good. I'm doing well. Okay. I just want to thank you for putting it back in my mind, I was sitting here talking to my friend, Teresa, and I said, you know, why didn't I take this path here? I should have did it. She said, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh. God, everything you have is designed by God. You didn't make these choices because your ways are not his ways. Your thoughts are not his thoughts. And I had to sit here and think, but God, yeah, he's going to allow you to make mistakes. He said the weapon to be formed. But he did not allow you to go to the depth of what you could have went through. So because he kept me, he kept me, oh, if I look back over these things, I can't help but say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I, and I don't mean for it to be about I, I, I. But I know all of us, if we take a look over our lives, it has not been just it's been a real blessing and a great lesson. I know my brother tell me that the boys was not for me and da 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 da. But I still believe that if I was not supposed to have these boys, God would not allow them to come in my home. So I thank God as I look around the home and look at their diplomas. No, they're not all with me, but you know what? They're still under my covering of the Lord. So thank you, Baba, for reminding me. I haven't always been good. Not in the least been good. To this day, I have to tell myself, oh, no, 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 no. Don't get on that phone with that toddler. You're going to want to open up these words and start praying. And it's helping me more with my prayer life, Baba. Amen. So I just want to say thank you and thank you for being my friend. Barbara, you you have been there when I was so messed up. Well, not that I'm cured now, but 
I still got to work on my eating habits, but you have been there for me, Father. It's not even the fact I'm worried about being fat. I have no appetite. It's okay. And I know that's not good. Well, it's all right, Jerry, because guess what? You're living. You're living. Uh Uh-huh. But what I think is this. The more you let go, the better you're going to become. The more Jerry let go of a past, because we can't go back and undo that past. When I think on mine, I think of testimonies. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think on old war is me. I did all that wrong back then. Look, he forgave me, and I had to forgive myself. And once I learned to forgive myself, I'm pressing on. Now, don't make me perfect, and it does not make me not have to keep repenting, but not necessarily always for the same thing. Hallelujah. But this is what I do. When I look back there, even my prison days, when I look back there and think about this, oh, Barbara did time. <laughs> and was able to come out. I, did, I, did, I never had a clue, Jerry, I could do that kind of thing now. But I did wrong and I had to pay for the wrong I did. I had to pay for getting them people money. I had to pay for them bad checks, Jerry. And then he brought me out, and when he brought me out, I wasn't sure once I got back to to my home city and state what I was going to do. And it was everywhere. It was always in your face. Well, you know, you got a number behind your name now. Nobody want to be bothered with you criminal. You know, and we used to tease, we used to tease each other, inmate number so-and-so-and-so-and-so. You're not going to get no good job. You're not going to get a decent job. Gone on to the cleaning service and worked them little four hours a night. And when you finish with that one, go on to the next one and get your four more hours. You'll have eight hours for the day. Your life's going to be hard for the rest of your life. Oh, but Jerry, this is what the songwriter yeah. said. And it happened to me. I found a savior. I'm going to run in a minute now. And he's sweet, I know. I found a savior, Jerry. He knew where I was. I didn't know where he was. But I found a savior, and I found out he's sweet. I know. Jerry, he put me with a man that favored me on the job, the the boss man, the head man. He favored me. So he helped me, Jerry. He taught me about opening businesses. He, 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 He taught me quite a few things that got me on through life in a good way. Yeah. God saved me. It was him that sanctified me. He set me aside unto himself. And then he filled me with his spirit. So, Jerry, when I look back at the past, I'm testifying. I'm not looking back there to my God and I did so much wrong. No, he forgave me. The day I went to the altar and said, I do, Jerry. The day I went to the altar and said, I believe. Forgive me. Come into my heart and live forever. And after that, I didn't start seeking him. I stayed with the word, this Manisha. Stayed with the word. I'm going to one quick song, quick song, and, and we'll be right back. We'll be right back.
and that we can lead somebody else to God. Yeah. They can't point back there and tell me nothing now. But then a man being Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Yeah, I'm not that old Barbara. I'm a whole nother Barbara. I'm a whole nother Barbara. Yeah. I am not that same Barbara. And see, you know, sometimes people say, oh, if she said, she said, honey, she's still the devil. One girl told me to my face, she told my spiritual son, oh, one devil of meeting another devil. I didn't say a word. When I looked at her, I, I, I saw the I saw where the enemy had snatched everything from her. You hear what I say? There was no no substance there. And you go to church, and the spirit of alcohol is consuming you. Yeah, you got to be careful. You got to be careful. And we don't want to put our lips on people because you don't know you don't know what folks' prayer is. I don't fool with people out there in the sinning. Yeah, if God used me to witness, I witness and go on about my business. I don't judge. I don't know what their prayer is. I don't know what grandmama prayer was for them. I don't know what their mom and dad are praying for them. And what their relationship is. We got to be careful. Hallelujah. God is faithful. God is faithful. And we thank him. We thank him. That he is faithful. Some people always say God is good because they always want God to do something for them. And they bypass that God is faithful. See, because he needs you to be faithful. And I think that's kind of shining a light back, you know. Are you really faithful unto God? He's faithful. Oh, my goodness. I'm talking about faithful. Wake me up every morning. FedEx, UPS, steady running handy. They just Tuesday. Huh? <laughs> what I want, he got it and he gave it to me because I asked for it. Asking it to be given, seeking you find, knock and the door will come open to you. Why? You want it, you ask for it. You want it, you seek it. You want it, you know where it's at, knock on the door. I know God got it. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about stuff, you know, just for me and whatever. But there are folks in dire straits. Some people need some help. Some people need some things. Yeah. And God, again, he's faithful. That's what I can tell you. Yeah. Listen what he said one more time. Those of us that come to him, we must believe that he is a rewarder of them. Here we go. That diligently, constantly, always seeking him. He's going to reward you. I'm Annette. I'm talking about the people from D.C. I know it, Annette. I know it. Hold up. We're going to get together. Yeah. And it's already all right in Jesus' name. I feel all right right there. Amen goes right there. Is there anyone else have something they would like to say today? Please feel free. Press that number one and come in. I know some days it sounds harsh, don't it? Oh, she's harsh on Jerry. No, I ain't no harsh on no Jerry. Jerry saved, sanctified, and got the spirit of God. And the Lord talked to Jerry just like he'll talk to you or me. Yeah, some things you share. Amen, Barbara. Amen. I thank you okay. so much. I, yeah, he does talk to me. And 
Yeah, he, I know. He's dealing with me. I'm going to say it like my grandmama says. He's God mm-hmm. is really, really, really dealing with me. Well, one reason why, Jerry, you got to let go, you just, you just got to let it go. I know, you, I know you're sorry for all you've done. I, I know you wish you would have done things different, but you didn't. Accept it and move on because it's a new day coming, Jerry. Tomorrow, this afternoon is a new afternoon. Tomorrow is a brand new day. Yeah, I, I have not always been. Yeah, I know we've been. The one thing I can say about you, you're, you're a true counselor to me. If I'm so down and you haven't heard from me in a couple of days, you're like, wait a minute, Jerry's going off into her own little world. Let me get her back on track. It's not that. I'm just, I'm even feeling sick inside about some of the things I've done. Jerry, that's because you keep dwelling on them. Let it go. Pray. Ask God to forgive you and leave it alone. Don't even think about it. Don't let your mind try to tell you to think about it. Let it go. We all have sinned and come short, Jerry, even after being saved. Even after going yeah. to that altar saying, I do, there's still some things we have done. Well, I have done. I don't know about nobody else. Oh, yeah, I've done it. I've done it. And I and I ask God, why didn't you let this happen to me? Well, I know the plan that I have for your life. Well, not you only that, Jerry, Jerry, he wasn't going to come against your will. That's what you wanted to do. He wasn't going to force you not to do it. Oh, I wish he'd yeah. throw up a wall and throw me to the ground and let me hit my head. Why? 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 Because I wouldn't have done it. I'd have saw the light. I'd have saw the light. No, we're going to turn it into a testimony and keep going. Yeah, you're going to testify how God brought you out of all of this stuff. Because you could have got messed up in the day. Now, Jerry, you could have went to jail too now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I should have went to jail. I should have went to jail. Okay, not only that, but look at this, Jerry. You could have died. Huh? Come on, talk to me. Yeah, I should be dead. I should, I should be oh, yeah. six feet under, but God stopped it. Okay, now, and then you tell me, why did he, what are you talking about? Listen to this, Jerry. He could have left you out there homeless from the time God, you yes. until right now. Do you hear what I say? Yes, God, yes, yes, that's what well, bothers me. I'm in this warm house. Okay. My lights are kind of high, but my warm house, plenty of food, plenty of drinks, lights on. Hot and cold oh, running warm. Yes. Huh? Nice floors in your house, Jerry. Cut it out. Cut it out. Oh, yeah, they're beautiful. I sit out here this morning and look at them, and I told you, Russell, I have some beautiful floors. Okay. So now look what he did. In the midst of all that you back there in the past, uh, 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 punching on and clicking on, come out your past. That's over with, Jerry. You can't go back there and undo nothing. But you can move on today from where you are right now if you choose to. But choose this day to move on. And when the yes, enemy ma'am. and your flesh try to bring that foolishness back to you, just say no. Just, I mean, Bob, the way, the way Teresa has polished these floors, I couldn't help but come out here today and say, Lord, forgive me for being so mean to Bob. Because every four or five months, I would make him change the patterns in the floor. <laughs> First it was laminar, then it was carpet, then it was tile, then it was more laminar, then it was more tile. And he told me on this go round, Jared Ain, when I put these down, I'm not putting no more 
flowing down. Okay. I said, yes, you will, because I got Bob Crowd. But Bob Crowd died the next year. Mm-hmm. Enough yes. is enough. As I look down at the crown molding and the flowing. And this what the songwriter like, I don't even deserve this, Father. Listen, Jerry, the songwriter said this. Count your blessings. Name them one yeah. by one. Count your blessings and see what the Lord has done. Not what your flesh done, Bob done, this yeah. happened. That. No. We dependent on Jesus, Jerry. He's the author and finisher of our faith. We don't have another God. We don't have another Savior. He's paid it all. He's done it all. All we got to do is yes, believe and trust and keep going. Get in the word and stand on his word. I don't care what comes my way. I'm standing on the promises. Because I've stood on the promises before. And, honey, it panned out good for me. Sometimes after yes, standing, I had to stand some more. But I was standing on that sure foundation. And what his word said it would do, that's what it did for me. He said I was yes, the head Lord. and not the tail, Jerry. He said I'm above and not beneath. No weapon that is, eh, yeah, yeah, shot. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. I'm more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus that loves me. See, we got to put this word to work. Let the word yes, do Lord. it. Come out of that. that, that Jerry, no need in you to keep living in loaded box. You're not crippled anymore. You're a new creature in Christ. Come on out of loaded box. And act like you can walk. Because down in loaded box, somebody got to serve you down there. You, you, you don't need serving, Jerry. You need Jesus. And you need to look to him for everything. I should be crippled. My back, I, girl, really I should be dead and gone. But God, he let me live on. Hallelujah. I am, oh, I'm a living testimony. <laughs> thank I'm you, Bible. Thank you. Just thank you. I'm still alive. Yeah. Get with me later on, Jerry. We're going to talk the big talk. Get with me later. I, and then I, I ask that lady, what was that song? I should have went left and I went right or blah, blah, blah. I forget that song. I think Sion gave me that. I found it the other day, but I forgot to write it down. Uh, you, okay. Uh, I understand. All right. You to let me go. You held on to me, and you wouldn't let me go. That's the one, Jerry. Yeah. Okay, I'll find it today. All right. Thank you, Barbara. God bless everybody. I, I took up all the time. I apologize. Who, who time you took up sugar? I don't know. I want you to cut all that out. Can you cut that foolishness out today, tomorrow, forever? We're going to do what we do, Jerry, and trust God. He ain't took yeah. no time for nobody. Nobody else did not press that number one and come in. Your light is on that's the light. Right. Yes, that's right. So I want to tell God, Thank you, thank you, thank thank you. you. He paid a great price for a wretch like me. Mm -hmm. Thank you, God, that's Mm -hmm. down at the cross. Thank you, God, that you've been so good to me. Uh I look around at all my children are grown now. Thank you, God. 
Because look, Thank Jerry, you, yeah, all of that could have been a whole nother thing. Oh, yeah. All of that could have been a whole nother thing. When I look back at my life and my children, it's a testimony. I uh, yes. begin to look at my son, Lonnie. And I look back at some days that wasn't quite nice. And then I look at the day and I look at last week and I look at yesterday and I look at the questions he asked him. You want me to do this? And then when I talked to him on the phone last week, then it was like I was talking to my son. It wasn't like I'm just talking to somebody. I was talking to my son and I was telling him some things. Because, you know, we all cooked. I taught them to cook, too. And we all got a passion for cooking. So, Jerry, I was telling him about a peach cobbler. And he made the world's greatest biscuits now, like my mom. And so I said, well, I, I slice that biscuit in half and uh, I make a peach cobbler with biscuits. He said, yeah, because everybody like more crust. Look! <laughs> I hollered. Yeah. But I want you to see, Jerry, how God turned things around. We can't change it. We can't fix it. I know we used to fixing things and doing things and being slick and trying to be smart and all of that, but those days are over. God done sealed the door, and he the only one can open it back up. And he's waiting on us to get it right with him. So when he opened the door, only what we need going to come through love, peace, joy, happiness, money, the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. What? What you want, the big Bentley to drive? What you want? Because God got it, but we got to trust him. Take ourselves out of there and put God in every, plug him into every spot. Children, God. House, God. I want this, God. I want to do that, God. I want to go swimming, God. I want to I want to fly a plane. I'm going to fly my plane, God. Whatever you want to do, plug God in there. Believe and trust him. I'm te- we're going to talk about this later on in the week, our feelings. We, see, we caught up. We caught up into what we feel. And many times what we feel is what we want and what we want to do and when we can't do that and when we done did this and we done did. He's a forgiver of sin. He's a forgiver of wrongdoing. I'm not telling you what the preacher told me, Jerry. I'm not telling you what the Sunday school teacher taught me. I'm telling you from experience. I've gone through this. Jerry, he was there for me at the end of the door. When I walked out of prison, he was waiting on me. He was right there, Jerry. And I didn't go through much. But I had to get some more testimonies then he'd come. And once he came, Jerry, I learned to lean and depend on him. Yeah. Amen. I've, I've had the good days. I've had the hills decline. I've had yes. the sleepless nights. Oh, but when I look around this morning and take things over because of him, hey, yes. glory, hallelujah, Jesus. Hey, thank you, Lord. Amen. All of my goodness. Oh, mm. Thank you, Jesus. Outweigh my bad days. Jerry, I can't complain this morning. I might should. I might could. won't complain. But no need because he's been there for me and he's here with me. He'll never leave me, not forsake me. 
came yes. in and gave everything I wanted done after Christmas. He sent it my way. Everything I wanted after Christmas, for Christmas, doing Christmas, doing the Thanksgiving, he sent it. I wanted the, 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 the carpet back, Jerry, nobody but you, Lord. I have money like that. Mm-mm. Didn't have it. But God. But God. Hallelujah. Only thing put back in the place because I couldn't do it. St. Caroline, I don't know what she got. God is faithful. That's what I keep saying to people. He is faithful. He will be there when nothing else is there. God is going to be there. And with him being there, He's got all power. There's no higher power. The earth is his, the fullness of the world, and they that dwell therein. I'm going to pray us out, Jerry. Call me after this show. All right. All right. God bless you, honey bunny. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you today, Lord, that you are our God. And, Lord, you don't leave. You stay. You're not like man. You love us beyond our wildest imagination. You're on our side today, Father, in spite of us. All we want to look to the hills from which cometh our help. Father, all our help comes from you. You made the heavens and the earth. And, Father, without you today, we can do nothing. And as we departing this morning, Father, we ask that you would bless our going out, bless our coming in, meet the need in our lives, according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Father, bless my baby, Laura. Move by your spirit for her today. Lord, bring peace like never before. Bring joy like never before her way. In the name of Jesus. Give Mr. Mason what he need today, God. In the name of Jesus. Give Ms. Deborah what she need today, Lord. Everybody in that family. Move this morning. The sons, the daughters. Move this morning, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you would strengthen and bless Diamond family. Strengthen and bless Silk in this hour. Lead and guide Silk. Show her the right way to go. Lord, cover with your blessings. If she's standing in need of income, Lord, bless her financially. In the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning. And Father, we ask this morning that God, you would bless Sister Jerry. Move by your spirit over there. Clear the air, oh God. Anything that is not you. Father, we bind it up and cast it to the pits of hell. And we rebuke it, God. And we ask that you would rebuke it for her sake. Father, we ask that you would replace it with joy, peace, happiness, health, strength, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Whatever she needs financially. Bills paid off. Debt free. God, do it for her. In the name of Jesus. And, Father, we thank you this morning. Bless Pastor David and bless his family. Lord, you know what he's going through. God, you know this man. And, Father, we ask that you would strengthen him in this hour in the name of Jesus. Lord, strengthen him that he will even bless his wife the more, that his wife will see signs of joy, peace, happiness, relaxation in him in the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning. Lord, we ask whatever financial things they need, that you would move quickly in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you. Bless Louis today, God. Lord, let the chat room come back. I miss my buddy, old pal. 
Bless Louis. Bless Sherry, oh God. Bless their household. Bless them, Mr. Mason. And bless his son, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Move by your spirit this day. Offer your people. In Jesus' name, we ask it all. And again, bless our going out and our coming in. Father, meet the need in our lives today. According to your riches and glory. By your son, Christ Jesus. We thank you right now. We thank you right now. Oh, we give you glory. Hallelujah. We give you honor and praise. And Father, again, we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves the cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today. January the 10th, 2023, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye, and uh, we're going to our last song of the morning. I think I'm going to finish Angels in the Room. Is that all right this morning? Ah, yeah.
Sarah Angel.